everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. He is a former Muslim terrorist whose life and story first aired on Testimony in 2013. His best-selling and riveting The Blood of Lambs chronicles that story in detail. His indoctrination as a jihadist and eventual miraculous conversion to Christ. Now, in a recent collaboration with counterterrorism expert and founding Delta Force member, Lieutenant Retired General Jerry Boykin, the coalition attempts to explore in novel form what happens when two ideologies meet, one of life, the other death. A sad prophetic indictment if today's headlines are any indication. With a target on his back and a warrant on his head, my next guest is undeterred in warning, educating, and empowering us all to, as his ministry byline states in part, awake, arise, and pray. In our efforts to overcome an enemy that Jesus Christ has already overcome, but how, practically, and biblically, is this made possible? Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome back to Testimony, a wonderful honor indeed, pastor, author, speaker, and defender of our freedoms and founder of Coom Ministries, Mr. Kamal Salim. Kamal, welcome back to Testimony. Well, to God be the glory. It's awesome being with you. Thank you for all the hard work and the uh witness that you are for the glory of the living God. It is my pleasure to serve tonight. Well, it's an honor to have you here, sir, as we co-labor together for the truth. Come on, when you first shared your story for testimony over two years ago, we were live. It was noisy, but nothing could drown out the impact of your miraculous story, conversion to Christ, and prophetic warnings to come. Now, just two years later, those warnings have been realized with the recent massacre in Paris by ISIS terrorists. The fear, the wondering, the what next has literally shut down the City of Lights. But how and why? Come all for our brief time here today as a former terrorist sent to the U.S. to destroy us. And now, by God's grace, you are helping to warn and save us would you give our listeners your take on what happened? Second, what needs to happen next? And why we, thirdly, in the United States of America, are ISIS's ultimate target? Kamal Salim, we are all ears. This is, this is an amazing you know, thing that America is and has not been equipped to deal with this. 9-11 uh, did not wake up uh, America but further put America into a depth of sleep. America today is, uh, you know, facing uh, a mirage, and they don't know what to do with it, uh, and many people are stricken with fear. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people think it's over. It is not over. As long as God lives, then we have hope, you know, because the Word of God says, in Him we live and move and have our being. And if we are truly his people, and we believe that he is the living God, 
then our time is here to rise up for such time as this. Uh, my story started in Beirut, Lebanon. I was trained from my childhood for this moment. I was uh, commissioned uh, to come to the United States of America to change the culture from within. Uh, my mission, my journey to the United States of America, it was every radical Muslim hard desire is to do and able to come to this culture, to the great Satan culture, and destroy it. And the, uh, the thing is uh, that many people don't understand that uh, when Islam is uh, at minimum percentage, like 1% to 2%, they are peaceful. When they go to 5% and what so have you, they start demanding, you know, their rights and what so have you. When they go to 10% and beyond, they start uh, trying to ask uh, for self-ruling. This is exactly what happened in France. This is, you know, now in France it is uh, from 10 to 16%, the, uh, the Islamic population. It is constantly increasing. And what is happening today, it is uh, with the influx of the, uh, the, the refugees that's coming to France and what so have you, there's a great influx of uh, Mujahideen, or which is martyrs, or, you know, uh, radical Muslims. Uh, to us, we look at this as uh, we are martyrs. We are uh, here to purify the West and change the culture. But uh, the Western standard, they look at these people as terrorists. So these people do not think of themselves as terrorists, but they think of themselves as liberators. So when we come to our culture, like the United States of America, my commission is to engage the universities, the poor neighborhood, the jail system, the professors at the universities, and the politicians. And we found out that a lot of the American people are hungry, you know, for, for this. In France, on the other hand, the population has grown so big, and the system turned from, you know, the social system, its socialized system, and now it will fit its perfect atmosphere for terrorism to take place over there. So the terrorists uh, retaliated at the weakest link where they are the greatest in number in France. And now we see this uh, vast uh, nightmare of uh, people slaughtered for the, in the name of Allah and Jihad and the hidden pillar in Islam, which is called the uh, Jihad, which is the pillar of Jihad, which is the Muslims do not talk about. Today, you know, the whole West will be facing this, including the United States of America, America, with this immigration thing that is taking place right now, and we are bringing massive people uh, to the United States of America without vetting them. For example, they brought several hundred to Louisiana, and many of these men vanished. None of them was a woman or a child. All of them were a young man. All of them vanished into the culture. They don't know where they are and who they are. Wow. The same one that they brought to Texas, they're the same one. Uh, they bring into Michigan. Every place they're bringing them, they are vanishing. So we are coming to the place, you know, we need to be prepared, number one, is what to do next, uh, like for the church, is to pray. And beyond prayers, we need to engage our, our leadership, so all, uh, our leadership in the United States of America, letting them know that this is, you know, will affect not just us, but generations to come. So uh, it is an opportunity for a church to grow and get out of their building and start engaging the Muslim in the United States of America to receive them as they come in. And we know 
over the next two years, we're going to have 250,000, you know, uh, refugees coming here. So what is the plan and strategy of the church or the pastors? Amen and amen. Kamal, you were a former terrorist. You were sent to the U.S. to perform jihad. God and His sovereign divine will intercepted your life supernaturally, and your mind was changed by the power of the Holy Spirit. You experienced the love of God. But until that happens to someone out there listening today that is in that, I don't even want to say, lifestyle, It's a chamber of horror and terror that they've been indoctrinated and grown up with. Why is it impossible to negotiate with terrorists from a practical and a biblical perspective? And why does this current administration do nothing about it? Well, you know, the the question, it's, uh, it's really several pieces. Number one, terrorism, you know, equate itself equal to freedom. So therefore, they don't look at freedom as freedom. They look at it as slavery, as bondage. Uh, when we came to America, our hard desire is to see America, the great Satan, falling and be subjugated to Islam, even to the point where we establish Sharia law, which is an Islamic constitution, uh, and establish you know, Islamic indoctrination into, into the West, that the West will no longer bring about you know, Christianity into the Muslim world and what so have you, or attacks, you know, when, when uh, one nation, Islamic nation, is attacking another Muslim nation. So we don't want the West to interfere, so we came to attack the West from within. So when we look at all this, uh, the Islamic laws are given to them from Allah, you know, and so therefore they are supreme. Allah is the God of Islam. Jehovah God Almighty and Allah are not the same God. There are two different gods. We do not worship the same God. And so what happened is uh, the American law, the American Constitution, is by the people, of the people, for the people. So it's a people law, and it is not God law. So therefore, uh, the American law must be destroyed. That's, you know, that's one of the elements that, uh, uh, you know, we brought here, that we have the full rights to fulfill our great commission. The great commission of Islam, when I came here, Muhammad the Prophet of Islam says, Inni umertu an I have been commanded by Allah to war against the people of the world until everyone says there is no God but Allah and Muhammad his Prophet. That's the first tenet of Islam. And he said, if he did, do not concede to you, then you have the right to their women, children, home, uh, land, uh, finances, government, laws, bylaws, military, everything they have, it is your inheritance. So we did not come to be equal. We came to be an inheritor of what you have. You know, they said to him, how about the man? He said, if they do not convert, kill them. You know, so therefore what happened is this is the ideology of deception that we came in with. And many of, uh, of the Muslims today, they have no intercessory with God. They have no voice with God. They've never seen miracles. They've never seen anything. Islam is by work. And, you know, in, in Islam, Muslim people, they fear Allah, and they work toward what He commanded them to do. Only they inherit paradise. But yet Allah does tell, tells them there is, no, uh, there is no condition for inheritance. You know, every Muslim will have to go to hell. First, the only surpassing power to go through, you know, outside of hell is to go through 
jihad is when you kill yourself by killing infidel, just like what happened in Paris, just what happened in 9-11, just what happened with uh, Fort Hood, uh, Nidal Hassan, just what happened with Charles Abdo, you know, Charlie Abdo in, in, in France, just what we see in worldwide. So therefore, this is called active martyrism. And so therefore, when killing the enemy, they have guaranteed the paradise and, uh, you know, and the fullness of it. So they thrive toward this, but terrorism and, uh, and, and should not negotiate with freedom, nor freedom should, not, uh, should negotiate with terrorism. And the reason that is, is because terror does not understand liberty, does not understand freedom, because it comes from slavery and bondage itself. It is in a dark place. The reason why we see our, our president is not doing anything about it, and now we see Russia is leading to the forefront, and we see France is leading to the forefront. We see China rising up to take the forefront, to take every place that America left a great gap over there. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to former Muslim terrorist, now pastor and born-again Christian, author, speaker, and defender of our great nation, Kamal Salim. You can learn more about Kamal's work, ministry, and mission by going to kumministries.org and get involved, get informed in the fight for life. Kamal, it's truly been an honor having you back on the program. We look forward to hearing much, much more next week. God bless you. Thank you. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensene Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.